The Hits, the Jono and Ben podcast. It's a bonkers show, but it's also very addictive. It's Married at First Sight Australia. It's back for season 10, kicking off on My Tungy Day on 3 and 3 now. And uh, joining us on our Under the Hits, relationship expert John Aiken, you'll know from the show. He's a Kiwi living in Australia. John, good morning. Oh, good morning, lads. How are we? We're good. doing all right. How are you? Oh, look, I'm pretty excited. I'm not going to deny it. We've got season 10 coming down Jeez. at you very shortly. I know, season 10. Did you think when you first started doing Married at First Sight Australia that we'd get to season 10? Not a chance. <laughs> like at the t- It now goes into 120 countries around the world. Your show? Yep. Jeez. Wow. I had no idea. I had no idea. Can you pick now which ones are genuinely there? Yeah, love. and which ones are there just to get a cup a hundred thousand extra Instagram followers? <laughs> That's right. Well, I think frankly, all of them have got an element that wants to um, increase their uh, spotlight, if you like, increase their notoriety. Because you wouldn't go on the show if you couldn't cope with cameras on you twenty four seven for eight weeks. Oh, that's true. So there's, there's that element to it. But ultimately, <laughs> they've got to want to find love, and if they don't. Uh, hopefully they'll learn something along the way. The other thing that I always get swept up in, because I watch the show, love the show, John, think you do a great job, but then you're like, oh, my God, Daniel cheated on Chantel with Tandy. <laughs> and then I pull myself yeah. out of it and go, well, these people have only known each other for a couple of weeks. <laughs> so in terms of, che- yes, it's cheating, yeah. not good, but in terms of cheating, it, the, the, the relationship is pretty much in its infant stages. And, and they do often fall back on that. They'll say, hey, look, when I got matched with this person, there wasn't a chemistry there. I'm going to do me. I'm after love, and I'm going to jump ship and go after her. So they don't seem to have too much remorse. Others, though, take it much more seriously, and they see it as, you know, I've been matched for a reason. I'm going to see it out, and if I don't like it, I'll leave the experiment rather than cheating. Their, their moral compass always comes out. Uh, throughout the experiment. And the, and the one thing I've realised is that even if they go in with some sort of mask, by about the second week, it is gone. It's ripped off and the real self starts to show. Uh, what about for people listening right now? Now, I feel like we probably should be paying for this of asking you these questions, but there is, there, is there one secret? Well, you know, there's probably plenty of secrets to a good relationship, but what's something you can pass on to people listening right now that are in relationships? Well, I think you're going to see it in Series 10. Um the fight styles of some of these guys are terrible. You know, they come out with a sledgehammer. They use, <laughs> you know, all sorts of personal attacks. And what, what? And then they just say, hey, I'm just speaking my truth. What I would say to people is you need to watch how your words land. Words are very powerful. And, and the softer that you bring things up, the more likely that the person's going to stay involved in the conversation. Essentially, good speaking equals good listening. Yeah, John, I'm just going to ask you a personal question here. In those conversations, when there's a disagreement happening with uh, my my lovely wife, Jennifer, uh, I walk away, and then 20 minutes later, I come up with a really good angle. (laughs) Now, can I I restart the argument and come in with my new... It's almost like you need a half-time, go away, regroup, and then come back for the second half. Is that an option? I like that. I like that rugby analogy. Yes, you can certainly uh, go into the change shed, uh, take a little time to gather yourself, but you do have to always come back to it. But when you do come back to it, don't think about point scoring. Don't Uh, think about I'm right or wrong. Instead, you want to be saying, look, uh, tell me your point of view and then say, look, I take your point. And then what you do is say, here's my point of view. And if you're both able to listen and validate it, then you move forward. Couples, do they need to sleep in the same bed? 
um, you know, some of them as they get older and they and they get along in time in their relationship, they don't. But they need to constantly connect. They also need to have sex on a regular basis. They need to make sure that they're doing little things through the day, whether it's you know having a uh, a glass of wine at the end of the day to debrief, whether it's uh, kissing each other goodbye uh, or hellos when they come home. Um, it, it's those sort of little moments of rituals of connection that are so important. Whether you sleep in the same bed or not uh, isn't going to be a make or break, but you've got to have a lot of glue around you that makes you a strong couple through the day. What, 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 I've, what I've learned in this, in this field is that doing little things daily and often is much more important than grand gestures once a week. Ooh, there oh, we go, John Aiken. We uh, should, I could talk to you for hours, yeah. but then we'd probably have to start paying. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to watch. I'll tell you what, just as an aside, in this, in this first episode, look out. We have a scandal uh, that we've never seen before at the first wedding. One of the grooms is a guy that is going to be a uh, major player and a lightning rod throughout the whole thing. Uh, I don't think we've ever had anyone quite like him on the show, and he is going to get you talking. I, I saw oh. the shorts for this. Was he like somehow connected with someone that the lady who was getting married to knew? What we know so far is that his bride gets pulled aside by the best friend, and the best friend says, I got some secrets about this guy that oh. you need to know about. Oh. So, I saw it on the uh, ad, and I'm like. Out. It's. It's so compelling. And what's amazing about this guy is he's unapologetic. He looks like he's been pulled from a rugby scrum. He is he, he's a guy that's an alpha and he doesn't back down to anybody at any time. Oh, Merit at First Sight Australia. He sounds like a catch. <laughs> Can't wait to watch. It's going to be awesome, John Aiken. Lovely to catch up with you again and hopefully we'll talk to you soon. Always a pleasure, guys. Enjoy. One of the scariest things you can hear as a parent is quiet. But if you do get a little quiet time, have a listen to The Parenting Hangover. It's not scary at all. If I bump into a couple and they have a boy and they have a girl, and I'm like, oh, boy, girl, snip. You've got a boy. You've got a girl. Get the snip. You're you done. Got- you get to figure out what it's like raising a girl. You get to figure out what it's like raising a boy. Save yourself a shit ton of stress and money. You've got your perfect little family. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.